from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. This past weekend, a loss to the Dallas Cowboys. But in, in sports, there's always next game. There's always next week. There's always next year. So you have to try to look for ways to improve, ways to evaluate, ways to build your optimism. Last night, if you watched Monday Night Football, as many of you did, I'm sure, uh, was a perfect, perfect, quintessential, flawless example of how a great quarterback can be held back by his supporting cast, but still look like the best player on the field. Patrick Mahomes, I'm not. I'm going to break news here. Ready? Get, get breaking news. Ready? Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football. Hey, crazy, right? Well, the best player in football lost last night. He did not win. He threw for under 200 yards, missed some throws that he normally doesn't miss, underthrew badly an interception in the end zone, uh, and and still, you know, this is this is this is what I'm telling you. Uh, it's just the, the the best example of what I've been trying to tell you. He still looked like the best player in football. Right? When when, when uh, everyone wants to say, oh, Bryce Young can have success. Look at the stats. He's being held back. I'm going, yup, yup, and yup. But we know what good quarterbacks in bad situations look like. Patrick Mahomes was running for his life at times last night. Patrick Mahomes was throwing balls on the bullseye and getting dropped by his wide receivers, including his all-world, all-everything, one-of-the-best-of-all-time Travis Kelsey tight end. Yet he still, no one at any point in time was like, I don't know, this guy might not have it. He only threw for 100 and whatever some odd yards. The deep ball to Marquez Valdez-Scantling should have given them the lead with less than two minutes to play. We've all seen it. We've seen it from multiple angles. We've seen it in super slow motion. We've seen Marquez Valdez-Scantling slamming his helmet on the way into the locker room. We've seen the post where he says he's going to get better because that's what you have to do when you make a mistake like that is own it. We've seen it all. We You probably have seen... You've probably seen uh, Patrick Mahomes in the postgame say, I could have thrown it a bit shorter, which if he's being honest, half a foot, probably probably could have reeled it back in half a foot, would have been an easier catch. That's how how nitpicky he is with his own performance. But that's it's not just one throw. It's not like, oh, you can forget about the interception and everything. The fourth and 25 – The final throw for Patrick Mahomes, fourth and 25. You need to get 25 yards to keep the game alive. He made a low-key, unreal throw. It's going to be overshadowed by the drop by MVS. It was one of the more impressive throws of the year. It was a dart. It was, when you include his drop, when you include that the the receiver ran essentially a 28-yard hitch route, uh, probably about 32 yards on an absolute rope. Perfect timing, perfect placement. Got there between three defenders. Should have been a completion. Scooted right on through the the, the wide receiver's hands for the fifth drop of the night. Well, it was raining. It was wet. Sure. I mean, you do get paid to catch the ball. Slippery when wet, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where you want to go with it? Slippery when wet. 
Slippery to throw. Slippery to have a grip by the quarterback. If you throw a 110-mile-an-hour fastball, 32 yards on the spot, all you had to do was catch it. My point is this, and by the way, uh, let me get ahead of this. I'm not saying Bryce Young should look like Patrick Mahomes. That's an unfair expectation. I'm not saying, like, well, just make all the throws like you're the best player in the world, and then we won't blame you for your supporting cast. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can, we know what it looks like when the, 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 other, the rest of the team isn't holding up their part of the bargain, but you should still hold up your part of the bargain. You should still look like the number one overall pick. You should still look like Bryce Young. You can be on a bad team and still look as good as you are. Whatever level that is. Bryce Young could still look like he's worthy of a number one overall pick while we're going, yeah, but he doesn't have any time. Go back to Joe Burrow's rookie year, pre-injury, right? Because he, he, I think, blew out his knee, which at this point in time, which injury are we talking about, Joe? Uh, go back to Joe Burrow's rookie year. He was getting absolutely harassed right he was getting absolutely chased all over the field and this was pre uh, Jamar Chase by the way right Jamar Chase wasn't drafted until the next year now that's not to say he didn't have anyone and Tyler Boyd he had some some players that you like but but it's not like he had a, a T Higgins it's not like he had a billion wide open wide receivers running around but you watched it and guess what you said oh it looks like the number one overall pick Looks like as soon as he gets to stop running for his life, he's going to be pretty darn good. I, I don't like the idea that, that Panthers or Panthers evaluators or Panthers fans or Greg Olson, who was on the call for the Panthers game, simply say, well, the Panthers aren't any good, so we can't take any information from the way Bryce Young plays. Well, the Panthers uh, front office didn't put together an offensive line that's good enough, so this year – Absolutely nothing counts. That's that's not fair. That's not true either. How about you just look at the decisions he makes? How about you just look at, at how he reacts to being in, in negative situations? Patrick Mahomes last night was in a negative situation. Sure, as Dennis brought up, maybe it was the weather. Maybe it was the weather. They had five drops last night. Uh, the weather last night can't explain the 21 other drops that have come this year for the Chiefs, which all add up to a league high, um, or the highest in the last 10 years drop rate by wide receivers in the first 10 games. No team in the last 10 years in the NFL has had wide receivers drop a higher percentage of their passes uh, thrown their way, targets, than the Chiefs. I, I kind of like that. If I'm if I'm evaluating Patrick Mahomes, right? Because guess what I'm saying? This guy is going to be unreal when we get him some guys that can catch. Now with Patrick Mahomes, you already know he's going to be unreal. But you get what I'm saying? I I want Bryce Young to show us this guy is going to be unreal when you get five guys that can pass block in front of him. That's how I felt with Joe Burrow in the Bengals. I was going, man, as soon as they give him some time, watch the heck out. And then guess what they did that offseason? I think they spent $84 million or some, some crazy number on three brand-new starting offensive linemen. They spent a lot of money. And it's like, oh, they saw what we saw. They evaluated a player on a bad team and said, oh, he's going to be really gosh darn good. We just need to get him an offensive line. They got him an offensive line. Guess what happened the, the, the next time he was healthy for a full season? They went to the Super Bowl. There it is. There it is. 
Even Mahomes can't over, overcome wide receiver drops and lack of help and everything else. But he might be able to teach us something about how quarterbacks look when they're dealing with wide receiver drops and lack of health. Lack of help would be the way I wanted to say that, not lack of health. Joe Burrow is dealing with lack of health. But even like you could even uh, relay it over to, to Philly. At times last night, Philly's offensive line wasn't blocking great. Jalen Hurts still looked pretty darn good. Now, I know you're comparing him to the best of the best, and I know that's not fair. So, so just take everything I said, scale it down three notches, Bryce Young. Just It's all to scale, right? To Bryce scale. Young. Yeah. He's the number one overall pick, though. He should be judged harshly. Like it's it's yeah. You don't you aren't the number one overall pick because you're like oh you know maybe one day you'll be pretty good. Like the, the expectation should be high. You number one overall picks are picked as uh, franchise changers. You want them to end up in in gold jackets. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Sharks are circling the Carolina Panthers coaching job. The Sharks? The Sharks. Uh, Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports put out a long article breaking down a whole bunch of insider information and sources and leaks and everything about the Panthers. Uh, and I'm reading the whole thing, and there's some interesting tidbits in there. You know, hell, they're they're going back and restudying some of Alabama's offense to see what works for Bryce Young. And I'm going, I hope you started doing that the, b- b- before you drafted him. Yeah. Definitely once you drafted him, and hopefully you're not waiting until week nine of the NFL season to be like, you know, what does this guy do well? But, you know, who knows? All right, maybe they were doing it all along and they just re-emphasized it to Jonathan Jones. So I kept reading, kept reading. It's a long article, a lot of insider stuff. Keep reading, keep reading. And I hit this sentence. In regards to Frank Reich's job security, Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports reports. Here is a, a direct quote from the article. Some sharks are out here wanting this job, one league source said. Some sharks are out here wanting this job, according to Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports League Source. Interesting. Now, sharks to me means that's not some, uh, you know, uh, uh, ambitious young coordinator that's trying to skip steps. Right, because sometimes if there's an, uh, a head coaching job that is not very desirable to the traditional head coaching candidates, somebody who might not otherwise be qualified for a head coaching job will eye that job and say, "I'll take it." That way, they can go from you know maybe three steps away from being a head coach to head coach. Yeah, it'll be more difficult, but I want the job now. Sharks doesn't describe that. Shark does describe somebody that's an apex predator. Shark describes somebody that that carries a little bit of weight, right? A little bit of fear, a little bit of intimidation. So what does that tell you? If there's a coach out there that can be described as a shark that wants the Panthers job if it becomes available, meaning if Frank Reich is not retained or if he's let go from his his opportunity. Do you know what tells me first of all? What's that? The allure of Bryce Young has not dimmed. Hmm. 
and the disrespect of the current Panthers coaches is growing. Because if you look at the product on the field right now for the Panthers and say, I want to coach that, what you're saying is they are being severely mismanaged. Specifically, their quarterback is being severely mismanaged. And and if you want to look at what the Panthers have put on the field this year and say, I want to coach that knowing I don't have a first-round pick this year, you're saying, I can take yours and beat you, right? That's the, the, the old line about being the best coach is I can take my guys and beat your guys, and then I can take your guys and beat my guys, right? I, I'm the difference here. That's what these coaches are saying about Carolina. They're saying, yeah, I'll just take the players they have, and we'll play significantly better because I'm their coach. That's a disrespect to the current group, who, by the way, you might say that's a disrespect to Frank Reich. They've got an all – like, it's not – he's not the only accomplished coach on that staff. There's accomplished coaches all over that assistant coaching staff. Oh, yeah. It was described as an all-star coaching staff by somebody who might be speaking right now on 99.9 The Fan. Well, you aren't the only one that said that either. There's national media, people all over the place. Saying, Look at the staff they put together. I mean, Caldwell, well-respected. Uh, Deuce it- Staley, well-respected. Evero, well-respected. McCown, well-respected. Uh, Anderson, their wide receivers coach, well-respected. There's, they're all over the place. All over the place. Thomas Brown came from McVay. Anyone that's like ever shaken hands with Sean McVay, I mean, that person's qualified to be a head uh, running offense in the NFL, right? The other thing that this tells me, right, the Sharks are, are circling the Panthers' job is tried and true, like a metronome, like the tides, like taxes. Our offensive coaches always think they can save a quarterback. Bryce Young, he is going to to be appealing to coaches forever. They're always looking at it going, oh, he's in an oppressive offense. I can I can get him unstuck. You're one of your guys, Dennis. Matt Rule. Oh. Offensive coach. I'm gonna I'm gonna rescue Sam Darnold from the Jets. I'm gonna rescue Baker Mayfield from the Browns. They can't help themselves. Mm-hmm. They can't help themselves. This is how I would phrase it. If a true shark, right, meaning a true, uh, I would say, head coach, head coaching candidate with options, if you're somebody that's going to be one of the lead uh, uh, possibilities for there's going to be, what are we going to say, conservatively seven, seven open jobs every Black Monday after the season? Some of that six to eight range, so yeah, yeah. something works. If, if a true shark is looking at the jobs and saying, the Panthers, that's what I want, that's what I'm circling. I want to know why. I want you to explain to me why. Because you know who else's seat is mighty hot right now? Brandon Staley coaches the Chargers. If you want the Panthers over the Chargers, I question your judgment. (laughs) And if I'm hiring you to be a coach, to be a head coach, which is largely a a judgment-based position, right? I need you to be weighing pros and cons. I need you to be deciding what's best. If your big strategy is give me the 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 Panthers, who are an undoubted cluster bleep right now, they don't have the the draft capital that you'd want. They don't have the cornerstone players. They don't have the production. If this is your number one uh, destination, if you're circling this job. Because you think Frank Reich's job security is is loose. And I'm going, well, guess what? Maybe Brandon Staley's job security is loose. 
Maybe Mike Vrabel's job security is loose. Which I, I mean, there's a bunch of other options there. If you're looking at that and saying, give me the Panthers, I'm going to call you in for an interview and go, I hear you're interested in the position. All right. Thank you for your interest. Uh, why? Why? And your answer better be good because I'm not about to hire somebody who's like, well, I wanted the position that was least attractive. I wanted the position that had the least amount of resources. I wanted the pos- It's like you better you better have a tried and true gold star, fully vetted plan to turn Bryce Young into an MVP, and you better know it's going to work because that's the only way I see this this being a, a top top idea. I if I were David Tepper, <laughs> which <laughs> in a hundred million different ways I am not. Uh, from bank accounts to personality to everything in between, not David Tepper. But if I were, I would want to have to sell somebody on this job. I would want to have to say, listen, you're my guy. I choose you. Here's all of the reasons why I think you could be successful here, and here's all of the ways I'm going to help you, or I'm going to get the heck out of your way if that's what you want. That's how you get someone to the – to the team that is the worst in the NFL, truly. There, it's very rare you know a team is worse than the NFL because what usually happens, right? You have like four teams down there that are near the worst, and like two of them you're pretty sure are trying to be bad because they're tanking. It's rare when you have a team that you know isn't tanking because they don't have their first overall pick, and they are far and away the worst team in the league. This is an unintentionally horrendous team this year. Yeah, they talked about trying to compete for the division championship. I mean, they're four games out. Don't say that. <laughs> the, the, well, don't, don't say that because people are like, well, hey, you know, I mean. They're still. Beat still Tampa like, twice. Seven, seven games to play. Beat Tampa twice. <laughs> well, I say that to say I don't think anyone was talking about competing in, for the division because they were like, oh, the Panthers are awesome. It was saying you could compete with the division because you're like, oh, the division is terrible. It's, yes, and and it's, it, it's running. It's proving true. They're they're. Panthers are the worst team in the league. They're four games out of the division. But but that plays into it, right? That actually that might be the only answer. That might be the only answer. If a true shark really wants the Panthers, I bring them in and say why. And they go, Well, by default, right? I think we could win this division by winning seven games. I'd go, Oh, all right. If you go play the Chargers, if you go coach the Chargers, you got to compete with the Chiefs and Broncos are improving. Who knows what the Raiders will be? Uh they're speaking of a job that might be open uh, or that is open. I guess Antonio Pierce probably isn't going to get the the nod. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but if you're just like, hey, the division is terrible, so I think I could win there, I'd go, all right, a practical man. All right, now let's talk. Now give me the plan for your team. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.